0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon music, included with Prime. Oilers Now
1: with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.
0: It's my pleasure to announce the 2020 winner of our trophy to Leon. Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl hammers at home. Nugent Hopkins and Yamamoto with the helpers. Dylan Holloway, University of Wisconsin. We have a star in the making right now for the Edmonton Oilers. Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. Jason's looking like he's picking the right time to get hot here.
1: This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. are a really good team. Um, you know we know that. and Trying to go out there and show that every game. I'm James Neal. Down on this, Jjar Kira from your Edmonton Oilers. This is a- of Alberta, we've been waiting for for three decades. Searchable recap star!
0: Mike Smith, Leon Dreisettle. This is Conor Deer from your Edmonton Oilers. And
1: this is Oilers Now with Bob Stopper. Un- Unbelievable. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. What a stop me by Miko Koskinen. Now,
0: Bob Stoffer
1: On the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad.
0: Stoffer at the home office along with Brendan Escott. Hope you had as good a weekend as you could have. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex, by or at least your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce show. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We are jam-packed today. Lots to get to including a couple storylines in the first half hour that we will hit on at 1235 our NHL insider john shannon at 105 today out with his new book undrafted Uh longtime NHL player and analyst nick kiprios will join us 135 from inside sports reed wilkins 145 with a bit of a review over the um Red-white games that were played on the weekend down in Red Deer. Red Deer Rebels play-by-play voice Cam Moon, who did uh, the play-by-play of those games with Craig Button. And we'll get uh, Cam's thoughts on who looked good for Team Canada. Of course, Edmonton hosting the upcoming World Junior Championship. The Canadian camp, I believe it's an off day today. Uh, The University of Alberta uh, hockey program announcing today officially that they will take on uh, the... Team Canada hopefuls coming up next Saturday and Sunday. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. All slot machines, table games, poker room now open at the River Cree. Where they have taken significant steps to keep you safe, um, all slot machines separated by plexiglass. One of the numerous steps the River Creeks taken to follow AHS guidelines. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand new Italia, where you can enjoy two for one entrees at Italia on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cree Resort Casino, Alberta's premier resort destination. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Ashley, fine floors, ready for your kid uh, pre-game, kid's pregame. More about, we're on Twitter. at Oilers now you can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott, who's back in the 6.30 chat studios, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Speaking of Escott, we're going to bring him aboard right now. Brendan, how was your weekend?
1: Oh, not too bad. Well, called a Crusaders hockey game on Saturday night. They fell second night in a row to the Drayton Valley Thunder, so they're stumbling out of the gates a little bit, Bob, but otherwise, pretty good. Well, I had a ridiculous
0: year. What were they, 49-9 and nine last year? Was that the record yeah. or something? Yeah, it was. So, I mean, the last, I, I feel so bad for that program because for the last two years, they've just, it's been the best two years in the history of that uh, Shirt Park Crusaders organization. Obviously, uh, they've lost a couple of better players. How's Dylan Gunther looking from the Edmonton Oil Kings?
1: Yeah, he's, he's definitely got the skill set that uh, I think we expected to see out there on the ice. Skates with his head up, always looking for options, and uh, just little things like shooting the puck without even really looking. He's got an advantage. Advanced hockey IQ, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, he's going to be a top 10 pick. I mean, you've watched over the course of the last uh, couple of years, a couple of guys that went sort of rounds three through, I guess, uh, about five uh, between Michael Benning and Carter Savoy. And uh, end result, here we're talking a whole different uh, what's the old saying? Kettle of fish? Is that the same? I'm not sure. It's, that's the same. Uh, regarding Dylan Gunther and what will happen with the Edmonton Oil Kings, and time will tell because, frankly, we do not know. And uh, as we go into our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling Home with a $99 pre-scheduled furnace maintenance, I'm going to actually get to a tweet put out today speaking of not knowing regarding the National Hockey League and the NHLPA. and Bob, what's going to happen? I don't know. Can't tell you. Don't know. Nick Kiprios, who's going to join us later in the show today, says, Here in the NHLPA and the NHL had no dialogue on the weekend for the first time in weeks. Without knowing repercussions for uh, denying the owner's request, players tell me they've had uh, little choice but to sit and wait. Some say league could threaten to push uh – back to start as late as February 1st and have a 48-game skin. That one from Nick Caprios. Again, we'll hook up with Nick at uh 105. John Shannon, our NHL insider, at 12.35. So those guys will provide us some more insight, and we're also going to replay a couple clips momentarily. From uh, Let's get to it right now from Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. As we go into our Oilers Now audio vault for direct work where we're safety means savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray and online at directworkwear.com. And Friedman on Friday had this to say on his confidence level that the NHL will play this year. Yeah, I mean, we're, I think we're going to play. Like, like hey, there, there's something we're at the mercy of, right? Yes. And that's COVID. And, you know, we just had news here in Toronto that salons and gyms and, and things are getting
1: shut down on Monday.
0: So, you know, like, I mean, the numbers are going
1: up. Um, the holiday season is coming. You know, it's, it's a really challenging time. Um, you know, that, that interferes with everything. But, you know, based on just if COVID allows us to play, we're going to play. I, I just, I can't see them not finding a way to play. I just don't see it.
0: Well, uh, and again, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, I think it's fair to say uh, most of you fundamentally listening to the show right now would understand this. Um, you know, people that own a business, and there's a lot of small businesses currently in the province that have just been devastated by COVID. And they're about to take a kick in the you-know-what again. I think that's pretty inevitable, maybe as early as tomorrow is what we're hearing. Um, and people have a tendency of seeing things their way. But uh, it's going to be a tricky one for a return to play for 2021 for the National Hockey League. Speaking of people seeing things their way, there are other mechanisms to look at and to observe. Uh, The National Football League is up and running. But the National Football League does not need fans in games to make money for their franchises. That's how lucrative the television deal is for the NFL. College football is playing. And they've had a lot of cancellations. I'm going to read you a quote. Dabo Sweeney is the head coach of Clemson. Clemson, along with Alabama, the last five years have been the best program in NCAA football. These are professionally run, elite-level programs, and they play to win, and they're not screwing around. Dabo Sweeney's game uh, with Clemson against FSU, Florida State, was canceled. For all of you out there who perhaps think there's a little bit of opportunism that occurs, in certain situations, and I know we have listeners to the show right now that think there might be certain groups that would, wouldn't would be above them to take advantage of what's going on with COVID. Take a listen to this uh, quote here. The game was not canceled because of COVID. COVID was just an excuse to cancel a game. Uh, that was the comment from uh, Dabo Sweeney, who went on to say, then I'm paraphrasing here, it says uh, Florida State administration forfeited the game. If SFU wants to play in Clemson, they can come to Death Valley. That's where Clemson plays, and it is Death Valley. They don't lose there. Or uh, they can pay for Clemson's travel. Clemson had paid $300,000 to fly their organization down to play at Florida State, and they had a player who tested earlier and was uh not – considered to have covid and then when they arrived there was more testing done and that player had uh covid and the the way the setup works for ncaa college football is that does not predicate the cancellation of the game but the school insisted that the game was canceled of course florida state's not having a very good year last week we saw lsu who won the national championship um Last season, they had Jamar Chase, for you NFL junkies out there right now, is the number one rated uh, receiver for the NFL draft coming up in 2021. He opted not to play at LSU after they lost their quarterback, Joe Burrow, to the NFL. Number one pick went to the Cincinnati Bengals, got hurt, knocked out for the rest of the season yesterday. But LSU had a problem getting commitment from their, their best guys. And then they ended up having a nasty run with COVID. And they canceled a the game against Alabama last week. I think some of you know where I'm going here. This is a, a serious, uh, you know, serious situation with COVID. And we know you take a look at the escalating numbers in the province and it's got a lot of people concerned. And there's a lot of, uh, there is a lot of uh, businesses, small businesses that are absolutely reeling at this time. As of yesterday, the province of Alberta has now tested one-third of the province. They updated some numbers. So 1.4 million Albertans have been tested. There's roughly 4.4 million people in the province. There's actually been 2.1 million actual tests. These are real numbers. You can look these numbers up. These are not numbers to be debated, okay? Uh, 46,000 positive cases. There's been 471 deaths. Of the 471 deaths, 92% of the deaths have um involve people that had two or more comorbidities. So it's tragic to to, to lose four hundred and seventy one people. Uh, the average age of death in the province of Alberta is at eighty two. And I think we all know where we're going where we're headed here. And again, people see things their way. So you know what, if you're a prof at the university and you're in sociology and you got your contract, you know, you're, you're supported by the Academic Staff Association and guaranteed 100% to pay. Maybe you see things, maybe you see things differently than the guy who's got a small business that's trying to keep 16 other people employed and is concerned about a shutdown. And then others of you sit there and say, no, we just need to shut everything down and that's just the way it is. Um, California, by the way, right now, just, just as it just because California is a state that I would say is very, left of center and it could potentially affect hockey like the san jose sharks theoretically may not be able to come back and have training camp in in san jose california has 40 times the death of the province of alberta uh, deaths of the province of alberta 23 times the total cases of the province they've got nine times the population now it needs to be stated california has tested 57 percent of their state they've done that's right i think they're up around 25 million uh people have been tested so i think as you get older in life you realize people see things their way maybe some of you realize that at a young age and so you get to a place where you're like okay i kind of understand where that person's coming from and why they think the way they do um and all i can say uh from uh from my end is is I wish everybody nothing but the best. It's a very difficult situation. Things can at times get politicized. I think we're seeing that even in the province right now. I mean, I'll give you an example right now. Most Canadians know that Donald Trump in 2016 lost the popular vote, right, to Hillary Clinton. True or false in 2019, did Justin Trudeau, well, I'll just ask you point blank, who had more votes federally? Andrew Scheer or Justin Trudeau in the country in 2019? Because I can guarantee you, I I bet you if you quizzed Canadians, 90% would know that Hillary Clinton had more votes than Trump. I'm not sure that same 90% would know that Andrew Scheer, who most people suggest was a weak candidate for the Conservatives, actually had fewer votes than uh, Justin Trudeau. Maybe a lot of you know that. It's just its just interesting how people see things at times. And what does this all have to do with sports? Well, guess what? It does have to do with sports. That is the reality of uh, of where we're at right now with COVID and the battle that we're going to have. And, and it's pretty obvious we're headed to a, a place here in the province over the next 24 to 48 hours. And some of you are going to be really hurting as a result. And uh, my heart goes out to you. And you know what? I know a little about where you're at right now. Let's just put it that way. All right. Yesterday. Brandon, where were you November 22nd, 2003? Do you recall? In the middle of my
1: parents' divorce somewhere. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, man. Yeah, it's wow. Okay. I, I had to throw that out there. To st- you, true, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I was a young a young whippersnapper. I'm not sure. I, Where are and you and going was, with that was
0: that? Okay, wait a sec now. So how old were you when your parents got divorced? Uh, like nine, eight or okay. nine. I, I was uh, I was 14 when my parents got separated. So I never knew that about you. I, I had no idea that that had occurred. I, you know. <laughs> there you go.
1: There, you learn a new thing. I didn't every mean day. to throw such a curveball at you and throw well, you completely off. I, yeah, it, but it's so many years removed for me, it's, it's, it is what it is. You know,
0: November twenty second, two thousand three, was the Heritage Classic, and I remember mm. when when uh, when it came out, uh, the Oilers announced they were going to play this game. Several of the well, we call them Eastern base writers, but from Toronto, were you know, some of the New York writers, some of the uh, Toronto based writers were critical of this marketing gimmick by the Edmonton Oilers. But there were people that kind of came around, uh, as it turned out, and a lot of it had to do with the success of the alumni gameplay between uh, the Montreal Canadiens and the uh, the Oilers. you, had, you know, Wayne. Gretzky. I got a photo up currently on my Twitter account with uh, Wayne Gretzky and Mark Messier in between Guy Lafleur. Guy Lafleur was my favorite player as a kid growing up. It worked. There's no question. it Worked. If anything, the Oilers haven't really gotten the respect. I think at times from the National Hockey League, uh, you know, I mean, Edmonton was kind of that was kind of the place where it, the whole genesis of the uh, Winter Classics and the Heritage Classics started from. So you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floor's text line, 780-496-0063. We zero six three. We're at a different time and a different place back in 2003. I mean, there were, the stories that people have out of that event freeze in their, you know, what's up. Minus 30 windchill that way, Brandon. I'm going to I'm going to uh, confide, uh, you know, share something with you as well that you probably didn't know. Guess which media member in Edmonton had a spot in the press box and did
1: not go to the game? <laughs> uh Matt, You must have. If if it's you, okay. there was probably a lot of pissed off people freezing outside. How many?
0: Okay, let me ask you a question. So we've worked together the last two years, right? Two and a half yes, plus sir. years, getting there. How, how many shows have I missed due to illness? No oh, man, one. not one. Not one show in two and a half years. I got so sick uh, on the Friday and Saturday, and it was not self-induced. In other words, it wasn't booze-related. Believe me, I did that at times in the past. Uh, but no, I I was like I didn't want to get anybody else sick. It was really cold. Um, we just had Tory, you know, in, in in the fall that year, late 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 summer in the fall, and I stayed home. And and again, it was one of those situations where I was like, I did not want to get anybody else sick. And yeah, this was back, so I actually watched the game on TV. It's just, it's crazy. I've missed one broadcast in twelve years doing the Oilers games. I think I've missed under, I've taken under five sick days um, in the. 12 years that we've hosted this show but that day didn't make it so i i I gotta i gotta tell you when i saw the response yesterday from people i was like you know we got a hearty bunch in in alberta and edmonton and orders fans are great fans they can power their way and gut their way through it it was a conscientious decision one of the few that i've actually made in my life where it's just like i don't want to be sitting here potentially throwing up on somebody else in the press box Um when they got all these people jammed from all over the place to, to watch this game. But it was, I do remember how cold it was that day, and it just reinforced yet again how incredibly awesome and passionate Edmonton Oilers fans are. All right, there you go. 12.25 at Edmonton, and if you've got a humorous story, and I saw a few yesterday about guys uh, needing to relieve themselves and just going with it with their ski pants on and stuff like that. Kind of made me chuckle. i never actually been there myself, but okay, not that I would admit. You can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. As we go to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local
1: branded merchandising specialist, head to ElitePromomarketing.com. Here's Brenton and Scott. Well, you mentioned it, Bob. The Alberta Golden Bears will suit up against Team Canada's uh, selection camp team down in Red Deer in a pair of exhibition contests, both of which will be broadcast nationally. Uh, remember that the Bears' season was cancelled, so this is some of, if not the only action we will see from them in 2020-2021. Winnipeg Jets have hired Dave Lowry as an assistant coach on Paul Maurice's staff. 55-year-old coach the branded Wheat Kings last year and does have NHL experience with uh, Los Angeles. In Calgary. His coaching start came with the WHL's Calgary Hitman in 2005 as an associate. Eventually worked his way up to the head coaching ranks there. Uh, his son Adam Lowry does currently play for the Jets too, so a neat connection. And uh, the Chicago Blackhawks have hired Kendall Coyne Schofield as a player development coach, making her the first female development coach in team history. Uh, elsewhere, the Florida Panthers have named Shane Churla their director of amateur scouting. 7804960063.
0: Give give me a rip on your favorite memories if you went to the, uh, Heritage Classic back in 2003. Uh, Tubby. That's what he's going with. Tubby. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Texas show on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Bob, it was cold as hell that day and minus three the next day. Uh, good old Alberta. That one comes to us from, uh, Tubby. Um, Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, your concern for small business is commendable. Well, I, I, like I, I, you know what? Uh, we, we're going through a tough time. There's no question in this province. There's days that I actually think there's other parts of the country that aren't that disappointed to see us go through that, and that's a little bit disappointing as well. Back to the Heritage Classic. I went to the Heritage Classic that day. The feeling has just come back into my fingers last week. Yeah, it was a cold one. All right, off to a global uh who do we got is is Eileen back or are we still rolling with Randy? What's going on there, Brendan? We are working with Miss Eileen Bell back. Oh, all right. Uh, with the BYU Cougars, who are like nine and oh on the season, we will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell back with John Shannon.
1: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.